Welcome to the Creating Wealth and Wellness Podcast. Your hosts, Amanda Kingsley and Tara Masilvine, team up to take you on a journey where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel their futures, and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I am Tara Misseldine, your co-host, and here with me is Amanda Kingsley. We are so excited to talk to you this week about gratitude and asking. And it may sound like two weird things to put together, but they seem to go together in our minds really well, and I'm sure you'll figure out why as we discuss it. Um, But as always, as you think of something in reference to anything we're saying, we would love for you to hop online and tell us what you think. Um, This is not us preaching at you or talking at you. This is a conversation that we hope to have with all of you. Um, So in the meantime, we'll have this conversation with each other. (laughs) Um, Amanda, um, we, when we were thinking about the the kinds of things that we wanted to talk to each other about early on in this podcast, in this um, wealth and wellness journey, the, the idea of gratitude obviously came up very early and it's something that is, so present in the personal development world that it's almost becoming a cliche, like, oh, I need to show my gratitude, Um, which it can be, or it can be one of the most transformational things that a human can experience, true gratitude. Um, Mm. So can you just share with us um, the first things that come to your mind when you think about gratitude? Oh, I love this. This happened to me this morning where I got into a space (laughs) <laughs> with a three-year-old and I was like <laughs> reset reset and just for me the biggest um I think her name was Shirley Joy Weiss and she shared this concept with me and the I get to versus I have to yeah it was like the biggest gratitude game changer <clears throat> I've ever had and it really you know when you hear something it really sticks with you mm-hmm. I'm sure I've heard a thousand things since it's just that Whoa, daughter in the room. Um, sorry, listeners. Um, so uh, that was the biggest gratitude game changer for me. Like today, my son was driving me a bit nuts this morning, and I got to drive him to my mom's on this beautiful back road in this beautiful time of year, mm-hmm. and he got to play with his cousins, and so I didn't necessarily feel like I was getting rid of him. I felt like I get to do this. Like, I have this amazing mother who will, and my dad was there too, and <clears throat> play with him all day, and it was so awesome, and I was just appreciating the hills, appreciating the abundance around me and I think however you just worded it a few seconds ago it can be one of the most transformational experiences Mm -hmm. um it's so true but I get to is the quickest way I can shift into really appreciating how amazing my life here is in this totally first world middle class I mean really it's it's incredible like I have clean water to drink and a bathroom to use and a roof over my head um so no matter what the structure that's been the biggest game changer for me is to switch to I get to yeah I can totally relate to that I saw the power of that in my own life and in my daughter's life my daughter was two last year when 
this became real for me, this concept of get to versus have to. Um, and it was right in the, the window of time that I was the most overwhelmed that I've ever been in my whole life. I didn't, there was just not enough of me to go around. I was sick. I was just, it was the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would constantly have to be like, leaving her at home in tears while I went to try to do something and always saying, have to go to work, have to go to work, have to go to work. Um, And just like in this push through it mode. Um, And I eventually like heard of this concept and started using it. It immediately changed it for me. And I noticed one day that I was hugging her goodbye and she went, you have to go to work. And I said, no, mommy gets to go to, to go to the office. And she went, oh, okay, well, have a good time. I miss you. Like, and it completely changed her entire concept of what I was doing. It changed the modeling. You just said that to me like a week ago. Maybe it was even on a podcast. You said, I get, I get to go hang out with women that I love. And And he was like, isn't that what you do for work? Isn't that what you could do? (laughs) Oh, we were at the, um, we were at the new moon, the new moon. Yes. Yep. So it was, it's exactly like that, but it had such an impact on her and like this, the separation. Clearly. I had to go do something is that mommy was choosing to do something, even though I probably still was doing more than I like could have, should have for like my family's wellness at that point, but lesson learned. But even <laughs> um, then, but even if you were, gift. you got to make the choice, even if you maybe weren't making the perfect choice at that time, like you were still making, you got to make the choice. Like, right. and I, that was so powerful for me. Not only did it shift it for me, but it was so powerful to know that I modeled that to her. Like, even though life was a lot of work at that point, everything I was doing was still my choice to do. Yeah, so It wasn't so that I'm a victim of any circumstance at that time. Uh, because she was like kind of internalizing that victim thing as well because mommy had to leave her every day and she was crying and sad and missed me. And, um, you know, so just that I was choosing it and that it wasn't permanent made a huge shift for her too, even though she was two. So she totally picked up on it. Yeah, so yeah she clearly that. did because you just talked about that like a year later or yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, so it was pretty great. So when what would you think? say has been like the most positive or the most impactful tool or resource that you use when it comes to gratitude like that idea oh is awesome but you, is there anything I, else that helps i think i'm answering this for you but um people always talk about the gratitude journal and for a long time i did that as bulleted points like my health clean water this macbook air like really like <laughs> kind of bulleted and it didn't quite do it for me it felt like i was completing an assignment. So I switched to gratitude journaling. That was, I'm going to choose one thing and I'm going to write a paragraph about it. I actually love the little mini journals. They're like two by three tiny little journal. And so I'll do a page on that, which is like maybe three sentences, but I really appreciate the difference in being thankful for something and describing why, like, this is how I feel when I get to turn my tap on and clean water comes out versus I'm grateful for clean water. So um, that was a big game changer for me was to to switch the gratitude journal to less like bulleted points and more descriptive feelings. Like Mm -hmm. this is what it feels like to be able to record this podcast with Tara and we live an hour away from each other and technology allows us to share this with the world. Like that's really different, been different for me. Yeah. What about you? 
Um, yeah, so I, I have this sort of personal challenge that I've been working with for the last few months. Um, and it is, you know how we all have this, it's a natural thing to compare our lives to other people. And um, when we see their like highlight reels on Facebook and all of this stuff. And one of the exercises that I've been doing with myself is um, finding the silver lining if somebody's complaining mm. or like stepping into my gratitude if I'm not feeling something down that they're feeling. And it immediately like snaps me out of like the negative parallels, you know, where it's like, oh, I know that's so annoying. I hate when that happens. It's sort of like, oh, and I don't, I don't say this to people. <laughs> key, key, I don't necessarily key. share all of my silver linings about other people's frustrations. That's really freaking annoying. <laughs> but for myself, you know, instead of like joining them in a low point, I try to keep myself riding as high of a vibration as I possibly can for the silver lining and what they're saying. Or like, if that was me, how could I see of something of value in that experience? Or like, wow, I can't relate to that negative experience at all. How grateful am I that that's true? Um, so it's like flip-flopping the, the commiseration thing that people, it, it's such an easy trap today with the way that we share our lives with each other. Um, yeah. So that's something that I, I actively work on many times a day. Like almost every, I try to think of that perspective every time I have the opportunity throughout the day. And it really does change things because I'm awesome. sort of a fatal optimist. So it is a natural place for me, me to go, too. but I'm also like really compassionate and empathetic. And I tend to join people where they are or like meet them where they are. And it's not always the healthiest place for me to be. So yeah. Yeah, keep myself. Or for the, you know, for that person too. You're doing such a service to just carry that in a space of gratitude. Like you said, even if you don't say it out loud, to just carry that energy in the conversation. Just yeah. be there and present and grateful and hold space for that person to share without shifting the energy completely. Right. And I, sometimes I, I, I have to believe that me shifting it even if they know nothing about it, still puts a tweak in a spiral. Oh, I think so too. It still is going to change the trajectory of, you know, like, it's my tiny little way of changing the ripples of what's going out into I the world. I agree 100%. Yeah, so I, I think of it as sort of a responsibility not to let, I, because the more people join you in a negative space, the easier it is to stay there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, misery loves company. Like, let's not let people have company being miserable. Like, who really wants to be miserable? <laughs> no one. Let's not make it yeah. easier to be there. Yeah. I so. feel like I'm supposed to share this app that someone shared with me that I haven't actually downloaded. <laughs> so I'm hesitant to share, but I, I, she's one of my favorite people in the world, so I'm sure it's amazing. But it's called Conscious. Like, I think that's it. It's just called conscious. And it, um, you choose how often to set a, like a reminder. So it'll like ding and remind you to be conscious of something and it mm -hmm. changes every day. And so it just, I, that, that's a great app for just like getting present and remaining grateful in your that day. Like calling you back to a, yeah. a mindfulness. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. And the way that we're all tied to our phones right now, that's probably a powerful tool for some people. Yeah. Okay, so now that we are, we're about halfway through time and we have covered the idea of gratitude and we very intentionally paired this idea with asking. Um, do you want to open up why or do you want me to? No, go ahead. You're on okay. a roll. All right, so um, I think that we all have a lot of 
power between one another um, to make each other's lives better. <laughs> and, and to me, I think it's really, um, it's really different, not different, difficult for a lot of women, especially mothers, to ask for something that would make their lives easier or better or more beautiful. Because we, very many of us have identified with like sort of, not the self-sacrifice, but like the deference of our own pleasure and our own, you know, satisfaction to that of our families. And it's one lesson that I learned very strongly with, um, with this project with Cultivate of like rallying all of these mothers together to help offer support to one another. And it was so hard for everybody to ask for what they needed or wanted, or even like, can I come in 15 minutes late? And then they're apologizing left and right and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, where there's almost like this embarrassment when we actually ask for something. Right. But if we don't ask, it's a hundred thousand times harder to get it. Yep. So, or impossible. I, Yes, <laughs> or impossible, exactly, because nobody even knows, and there could be people inadvertently acting against what we want for ourselves um, or what we want for the world because they just simply don't know. Yeah. You know, and that's why this came up really strongly for me when I was thinking about gratitude um, because we have the ability to ask. And one of, like, one of my. We get to ask. I know, we get to ask. We get to. One of my sort of life philosophies is never deny yourself anything for lack of asking. Mm. So anyone can say no, the thing cannot happen. Like, but to basically deprive yourself because you didn't ask or chose not to ask or didn't feel comfortable asking or whatever. And usually you get it. Like I, there have been so many times where I'm just like, ah, let's just ask what can happen. And then like this crazy thing happened. Like, just for asking, I have gotten free airline tickets. I have gotten like free rides places. I have had people, you know, just like pick up a tab somewhere and it, it's never putting them out. They're always like happy to do it, but I'm always just like, <gasps> like what? Asking <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> uh, or like even asking somebody to give me a minute, you know? Yeah. And it's it's something as simple as that. Like just, can I have a minute? to just like center myself or I need to think this through before answering or can I think about it? Like even those basic rights to our own happiness, many times we don't feel like permission to ask for. So it's not like- And a lot of times when we're, don't you think a lot of times when we're asking someone else, we're actually asking ourselves really? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. So it's just- Getting into that practice of speaking and asking in a written or out loud or but like really you're asking of yourself too. like start asking better questions and you get better answers from the world, from your net, from your people, from your community and from yourself. And if you can think about um, if everybody listening can sort of think of it this way, if the answer was always going to be yes. We wouldn't be scared of asking, you know, but the answer is not always yes, but I will challenge you that way more than you think the answer right. is yes. Like way more than anybody thinks. Yeah. And like, keep a journal, like seriously, just take, you know, everything about my life is such an experiment and I love it that way, but like keep a journal for 30 days 
of all the things that you ask for and see how many times you get an actual no. And sometimes it's not a no, it's just like a, well, how about we qualify it this way? And then sure, it's a yes. And you know, it, there's just so much more to be grateful for right, instead right. of denying ourselves because we just didn't ask for what we wanted. So Amanda, what is, what is the one thing that you would love to ask of the universe right now? Mm. And it can be anything. It can be, can I please have this? Can I please do this? Can this please stop happening? Can you please take this away? You know, can this change? It can, like, what would you want to ask for? Yeah, I'm, I'm hitting a really big goal this month. And so I just want to ask for the, you know, the, my own inner wisdom to allow me to let it come, (laughs) allow me to let what needs to happen, happen, because like to get me out of my own way, right? That's what I want to ask for this month to hit this goal that I'm, that I'm headed toward. Um, yeah. China? It is. Speak it. Dear universe, can I please go to China? (laughs) (laughs) Dear universe. (laughs) Um, Yes, I am about to earn a trip to China. And so for me, it's like, it's just, yeah, getting out of my own way. But having, I ask for things all the time. But for me, it's not the asking, it's the listening. Mm, ooh, so, so say more the about signs that. come, or the answers come, or the opportunities come. But if I'm not listening, it doesn't matter if I asked. <laughs> So I'm a good asker. I'm not the best listener. So I, I ask for the wisdom to, to listen. Oh, so like one little dimension just came up for me that we haven't actually covered. And that is how, how attached these concepts are, the gratitude and asking, that we almost feel like if we ask for something more, that it like somehow dissolves our gratitude in that area like it Mm. takes it takes away from us being grateful if we're asking for more you know and and that became I I guess this concept showed up for me when I was talking with some mothers of other really young children and I had to start being really careful because my daughter was such a good sleeper and like other mothers with you know children her age were struggling so hard and so sleep deprived and so at their wits end just not knowing what to do um and it was almost like me asking for a nap all of a sudden became like this crazy shameful thing like are you not grateful that you get to sleep for 10 hours a night with like a super happy baby all day you know like because you want to ask for a nap or a bath or some like relaxation right right and then i was like wait a second like that does not me asking for like a little bit more pleasure or more beauty or more wonderful things in my life doesn't take away from anybody else. And it certainly doesn't make me less grateful for the fact that I have an amazing sleeping toddler. So, but that's the way that our mind works. Like, Oh, I should just, how many times have we heard someone say, Oh, you should just be grateful that, um, somebody that gets in a terrible car accident, at least you're alive. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It could have been worse. Yeah. But it also could have been what a backwards way of looking at things. I was on bed rest for 14 weeks in my last pregnancy. And I remember thinking like, it could be worse. It could be worse. It could be worse. And finally, there was our timer. And finally yeah. I was like, stop saying that. I know. It's getting worse. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, you're just asking for it to get worse. This is not good. You've got to break yeah. this, break this, yes. break this. 
Totally. Wait, so we have one more minute here as we wrap up. What, what are you asking for, Tara? Hmm. Okay, so if I could ask anything of the universe right now, it would be that other people learn to self-source a little bit better, a couple people in my life, or that I learn more how to support them without like trying to fix their problems. Mm. That it's so it's a twofold ask. I don't care, yeah, which right? one, but I want to stop solving people's problems. <laughs> a twofold <laughs> I, ask. I, I would like love that. for them to learn how to self-source better. That would be my preference. Let's just ask for that. <laughs> awesome. I love it. And so let's just share with the listeners, and I know we're at time, but our intention as we move forward in this podcast is to start with gratitude move into our content, and end with an ask. And so we encourage you to start getting into that similar pattern in your life. You know, start with what you're thankful for, move into the depth of whatever you're doing, and then end with the asking. You know, don't end with the willingness to, asking is such a vulnerable thing, right? Mm-hmm. but to end there. And that's a beautiful pattern you can start following outside of this podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> in this content ask. Yep, absolutely. So we're going to be including that in our um, messages to you each week. And we encourage you that like, this is a growing community of like-minded women and probably a handful of men, but we would love to see all of you get more and more of the beautiful and better things in your life as well. There's more than enough to go around. You having something beautiful and wonderful does not take away from anybody else here. So if you want to share a gratitude and an ask with our community, please do so. Please do. And I am so excited to see what happens and the connections that are made, right? Like, all right, I'm looking for a graphic designer. I happen to be a graphic designer. <laughs> Whatever is going to come up. Yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be really, really beautiful to watch that unfold. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, it sort of reminds me of like that hive mind thing, and that should speak to you. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, that was a great conversation and also a fantastic reminder as I like embark on this coming week. I'm going to step into this more strongly this week and work with it. So thanks, Amanda, as always. And see you next week. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode. If you haven't already done so, please do us the honor of leaving a rating and review on iTunes. And check in with us on social. Amanda Kingsley is a work-from-home mother of three. Her mission is to free parents from financial stress so they can spend more time being present with their children. Learn more at her website, thewhyhive.com. Tara Masildine is a passionate entrepreneur, founding several businesses over the last 15 years. She's currently living the adventure of being a CEO, mom, and collaborative coach. Find her at allin.life.